Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi there. We're just waiting for Johnny to um, finish eating. Mm. Yeah, his lovely cheese on toast. It was um, a nice cheese as well, Johnny. It was. It was very posh, wasn't it? It's, uh, it wasn't posh, but uh, the, the thing is with Johnny, you can never have normal things such as cheese. Uh, I mean, perhaps a slice of cheddar might have been appropriate today. Um, perhaps, but I wanted pizza for breakfast. So uh, pizza flavored cheese, which was quite nice. Mm. And we've done that. We're recording early today, aren't we? We are recording, but hence why we're still on breakfast. Yeah. Um, and hence why we might still be a little bit groggy. I feel a bit sick, you know. You're always sick. I know, but I think I've had too much cheese. Mm. I need to s- stop sucking dirty penises then. Mm. I do. I'm a bit from. paranoid now about recording because I've got. I imagine that my breath stinks. Well, it's only me. It's, oh, not, yeah. it's not smell-o-vision. Well, that's fair enough. Sorry, listener, if you can smell me. Um, but the cheese was good. Well, that cheese hot. I tell you what, the cheese was fucking expensive. It was. You didn't get many slices out of it, did you? Didn't. To the pound. Six pound it cost. And we just had two slices of cheese on toast each. For maybe a, a baby's... Uh, no, not a baby's fist. A, a child's fist, would you say? Clenched fist? Yeah. Cheese? Probably, yeah. A 12-year-old's clenched fist. Don't ask me how I know that measurement. I won't. Anyway. Hi, everybody. Hi. Today's episode is about reality television. Mm. And reality television... Reality television shows and TV um, series is, 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 is of our yeah. past. I've finished my cheese now. Yeah, you finish so, the cheese. I'll let that digest. You, I can you, talk, have yeah. take, you have to take a moment. That's do you fine. want to just do this one by yourself? I'll just. I, I, I mean, I, I carry it most most of the time, research wise. Anyway, I've, I've actually got, done research this week. I've got some research here, um, just in regards to reality television. All right. I think I did have a quote. I don't know where it's gone. Oh yes, of course. You were shown off two minutes ago. Alexander Ludwig. Okay. Mm-hmm. said, modern reality TV sets up these competitive situations to show us real human nature. Okay? Mm-hmm. Pete Waterman, who of course, um, Pop Idol, etc. Yeah. Sort of early, early days reality TV show, said, reality TV finds talented people. There are no scripts. The editing is what it's all about. Great editing makes those shows. Okay? Like this podcast really, innit? However, Morley Saper has said, reality TV is sleazy. It is manipulative. It is, it is as momentary as anything in popular culture. Okay. Um, what's your take on it? Is there any shows that you? A lot of people sort of frown upon things like Big Brother now nowadays, don't they? They say, "Oh, I don't yeah. watch that shit." Yeah. Stuff like it seems cool to say that. 
I mean, I think a lot of it is exploitative. Okay. I think they get, in some cases, genuinely mentally ill people and poke fun at them and make them make twat of themselves. Um, okay. I think in other times, it's always, you know, it's like, what's the best bit of the X Factor? It's when all the nutters come on at the start, isn't it? You know, and it's when all the people who really can't sing but think they can come on. That's a bit... You know what I want yeah, to see? Yeah, a, a bit of a freak show in it yeah, to start with. No one wants to put on the telly and watch 12 people doing well. Mm. You're just waiting for someone to fuck up the day, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. And I don't like... I think it's all got quite a nasty nature to it. <clears throat> yeah, and, and let's... Well, Simon Cowell's made a living out of it, hasn't he? Um, well, exactly. Things like Britain's Got Talent and... Mm. Uh, Obviously, that's gone sort of global now, hasn't it? It's like America's Got Talent. And... I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch them. I watch Britain's Got Talent. I love Britain's Got Talent. See, I'm but a big fan of because Britain's I'm a horrible person. Uh, well, I'm going to take us on a journey of when it, where it all started. Oh, are you? Okay, yeah. So the genre may have begun in earnest in 1991 with the Dutch series number 28, or the Dutch equivalent of 28. Right. Number 28, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what that was about um, was some people living at number 28 which were students um, in Amsterdam oh, right. and it was just about their lives and their sort of social lives as well as sort of being students and living in this house together from there obviously you had things like Big Brother Survivor you had the, Is that the one where they put them on an island yeah. and make them kill pigs on telly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. You had your uh, idols, such as, of course, Pop Idol, American Idol, etc. Yeah. Um, and that's where it all began. MTV sort of really kicked in in the noughties, as they're called now, the Ooh. 2000s, with things like Jersey Shore, um, Teen Moms, uh. that kind of caper. Um, See, I don't go for any of that. That's absolute shit. Yeah, I was trying to get um, sort of clips of number twenty eight, but it was all in Dutch. Yeah, and I exactly. could understand it to uh, exactly. no point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, could have saved you some time trying <clears> to find that, couldn't I? I will talk to you about one specific show, which, when we mentioned we were going to do this topic, sort of sprung to mind. I'm not too sure if you're aware of it, mm-hmm. but I'll talk you through it. Did you ever see or hear of there's something about Miriam? If not, um, then brilliant, because I can talk you through it. I, I I might, but I'm not sure. So I'll, I'll say no, and then because okay. you said it would be brilliant if not. So this is Miriam, okay? Yeah. And the show was a. It's called something about Miriam, and the show was about uh, Miriam looking for a date, and the winner would be the, a guy who chose her. They'd go out on a date. There were several blokes to do elaborate things such as. Um, take her out for meals and um, have to do competitions with each other. It was a UK-based um, television show, and mm. uh, it was like I say, it's called "There's Something About Miriam." It's it filmed in two thousand and three, and it was on Sky One. Oh, as of February two thousand and four. Yeah, uh, Miriam, who's a twenty-one-year-old Mexican model. Um, now, I, mean, I already think I know where this is the going. The thing with Miriam is that... Um, yeah. She's pre-op. Right. That's fair enough. She's got so, a pretty face. If she's got a nice personality, why wouldn't you go out on a date with her? Um, well, and that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Look, I, I hope that this show opened people's minds and it wasn't just a freak show. 
But it was a freak show, wasn't it? Well, what happened was, okay, um, like I say, she was pre-op, mm. so she started a cock. I've just shown Johnny a picture of yeah. her naked with a penis. Um, below average, would you say, size? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, below my average, yeah. yeah. Smaller <laughs> than mine. Um, following the completion of this show, it was scheduled to end in November 2003, but the lawsuit by the contestants delayed the airing. Um, um. They alleged conspiracy to commit sexual assault, defamation, breach of contract, and personal injury. So I don't know whether one of them slept with him and she bent him over, but... Yeah. Um, in the form of psychological and emotional damage. After the men settled for an undisclosed amount, the show premiered in February. Um, and the sixth and final episode aired 24th of March 2014. The person who won the show um, was a bloke called Rook, okay? And what she said was, um, I love men and I love being a woman, but... Shh, quiet everybody, please quiet. But you see, Tom, this is who she Mm. chose, Tom Rook. Tom, I am not a woman, I was born a man. Rook initially accepted the prize money and the trip with Miriam on camera. Rook later rejected the prize prior to airing and joined the other contestants in a lawsuit. So I don't think they'd read the small print before they joined the show. Yep. Um, and it was very controversial. But again, controversy in reality TV works, doesn't it? It does. Well, one that I thought was absolutely horrible was, I don't know what it was called, but it was this lie detector thing. Did you hear about it? Right, okay. And so, yeah, I think I have heard about it, yeah. So they strap a guy up to a lie detector. Yeah. And ask is him, he a guy or is it a woman? No, it is a guy, right, definitely. Okay. Um, and they basically, so his wife's there, his girlfriend... Yeah, and they ask him increasingly embarrassing questions, and basically just wreck his life. Because every time the question, so one of the, it might be like, "Oh, have you ever kissed another woman?" And if you tell us the truth, we'll give you ten grand. Yeah, but if you're lying, then, then you get nothing. She's going to kick you in the dick, isn't she? Yeah. And then the other one, you know, and it keeps going up, and it's like you know, for a quarter of a million pound, have you slept with someone else? And that that was horrible. Um, there was one called Who's Your Daddy? Right. Where a girl who didn't know who her father was. Yeah. Oh, you dirty fucking bastard. <laughs> you prick. Oh, you know, he's a fucking animal. He's just farted on my microphone and recorded. <laughs> I've got to talk into that. Oh, fucking hell. Right, yeah, so there was... And then there was another one <clears throat> I saw that was called Boy Meets Boy, right? Now, this one was just horrible, right? Right. So it was the same as that something about Miriam thing. Yeah. Where there's all these suitors trying to get with a boy, except in this case, they're all male, right? Right. So the, the guy who's looking for a partner is a homosexual. Half of the contestants... Gay. The other half are straight. Pretending to be gay. Right, okay. And if the straight ones can convince him he's gay and get him to choose them, yeah. then they win the money. I mean, what sort of, how much money was it? What lengths would you go? Uh, I think it was about... No, you wouldn't have to do anything. It'd just be on camera. Right, so you wouldn't have to wank you wouldn't have to. No, no, you wouldn't have to do anything like that. This is a reality TV show. Not I know, but pornography. like... Yeah, no, but... I'm assuming they went on dates together. 
obviously on oh, camera. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So they go for a meal and stuff. Like, what yeah. would you do? Would you like sort of rub his knee and? I don't know if you're allowed to. I don't think. Uh... Oh, could you go? Oh, look, I've got a bit of a stiffy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got a stiffy for looking at boys. <laughs> yeah. Can I have ten million pounds, please? <laughs> I think that is how they oh, do it. Oh look, look, you made my willy. I'll go big. He should have said that, shouldn't he? Easy. Thank you. Check, please. Right, we'll we'll have to do this one next time. Um, there was another one which was all my baby's mamas. All my baby's mamas. Yeah, and it was some I can't remember his name now. Some rapper. Yeah. Had eleven kids to ten different women. Right. Okay. And uh, they put them all in the same house. Right. All like, so this one bloke with all the women and all the kids. <laughs> I mean, what a poor bastard. <laughs> that's never going to go well, is it? You know. Nine ex-wives and eleven kids. Mm. Who, who's the one he had two with? I wonder. Did he like? Did he like her more? Do you think? Yeah, or, she was. Or a crown. twins? No, she was a crown. <laughs> um, and just off the back of this as well, interestingly enough, there is a good side to reality TV. Okay. And that is, you know, the Mars One mission. Yeah. Well, a lot of that's been funded because that's going to be a reality TV show as well. All right. Okay. So, so that, we have mentioned that in the past, haven't we? In previous podcasts, in the exactly. space Exactly, so I everyone knows all about that already, so we don't even need to say what it is. No, exactly. And Good. if you don't know, then go back and listen to the space podcast. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, reality TV. What I'm going to do is, I've got a few um, shows here that happened, or did they? Oh, okay. so I've got to guess. You've got to guess which ones are real and which ones aren't. Now, to be honest, you've mentioned who's your daddy, and that was going to be one of the questions here. Oh, right. Okay. Just the, what might be funny here as well is I've made a list because I'm going to do a section after this, mm. which is reality TV shows that I would like to make. Right. And it might be that some of your fake ones are ones that I already want to make. Right. Uh, so I'll shout up if they are. So, first one. Yep. Taking on Tyson. Little known facts about infamous boxer Mike Tyson. One of his favourite hobbies is breeding and raising pigeons. He's always had an affinity for one of the world's most underrated birds and has fond memories of raising them as a child. In a world crying out for quirky and unusual hobbies that can be packaged and broadcast on television, the only obvious thing to do was to make a TV show on Animal Planet about it. Tyson has decided to kick things up a notch and on the show he won't only be breeding and raising pigeons but also racing them on the competitive circuit. Is that real or is that fake? Now, this is the problem... With when I actually get off my ass and decide to do some research. <laughs> because I know that's real, because I read exactly that website last yes, night. Yes, that is real. Yeah. Okay. What about this one then, Clever Sorry. Dick? So you know every single one? I don't, probably, yeah. Right. But we'll see. Okay. Whisker Wars. Amer- Extreme Beards. American beard growing team captain Phil Johnson. Yeah, you can tell me I'm right already. Works to assemble the perfect squad of bearded men to represent the US in international competitions. It is not a task that he takes lightly, and the show actually manages to cultivate a certain amount of dramatic tension. Yep. Alright then, what about this? 18 karat gold. Right! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you just give me a look that said, <laughs> this is real, which means it's clearly not. <clears throat> uh, no, it's real, because it was uh, a BBC Two midday programme with comedy legend Jasper Carrot who ventures into antiques and pawn shop dealings around the Birmingham area. A spin-off from Bargain Hunt. This was a reality show that was shelved after just two episodes. That's fake because there's not enough information there about what it actually is. 
What's the so what happened in this show? So he's going around pawn shops and stuff, and then he's going to like um. So he's buying auctions. pornography. No, and auctioning it off. Pawn shops, P A W N. Oh right, that type. Um, and he's going around the Birmingham area, and it's the bloke with the glasses and the beard, who's like an antique specialist. Uh, one last go. Vanilla Ice goes Amish. Amish. Yeah, I've read that one as well. For fuck's sake. Right, next week I'll not bother. From the very beginning... I'll just tell you yeah. what the show is about. From the very beginning of the show, when we hear that the theme song is a redneck acoustic version of Ice Ice Baby. So just yep. imagine that. Bang, 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 Ice Ice Baby. Bang, 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 That sounded a bit more Bollywood, but anyway. <laughs> Essentially, the show revolves around Ice, who is moving into an Amish settlement to learn the ancient art of furniture making. The Amish help him with a variety of projects, from tables and chairs to traditional barn raising, all without the use of nails and screws. The show aired on DIY Network last year. No word yet on whether or not we'll be seeing more Witness-style exploits from ice. Well, I do hope so. Um, that's the thing, really, with reality TV as well. It never, It's never A-list celebrities, is it? It's always the ones oh, on the yeah. decline. Yeah. And it's always the guys who... Or is it they dig up fucking Timmy Mallet and give him a spoon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to dig um, to China or something. No, I mean, you only did one one that you'd made up there, but it wasn't any of the ones that I want to see. Okay, let's right. see the ones you want to see. So, then. now, I was thinking of these last night, right? Now, you may be able to tell. Are you telling me you wouldn't want to see 18 karat gold? Yeah. Fair these enough. are better. These are brilliant. Now, you can, might be able to tell as the list goes on, the more drunk I got, basically. Right, okay. Um, so, number one is called Everyone Lives Like a Viking. Where you I put, mean, uh, talk about Ron Seal paint. Jesus Christ, you don't really need a description for that one, do you? Well, no. But that's, that's it, basically. So they put them in tents and everyone lives like a Viking. In tents, yeah. Not, but not in tents. In wood huts like the Vikings. Here you go, have. here's your tent. By the way, I was watching Vikings last night when I thought of this. It's yeah. actually a really good show. Have you been watching it? No. Oh, it's dead. Uh, do you know that the Viking hat with the horns was a myth? Yeah. They didn't have horns. Could well imagine, yeah. They didn't have horns on the helmets. Yeah. Anyway. Just... Well, I'd, I'd be sure to find that out for my, yeah. for my reality TV show. Yeah. Um, the other one is, you know all these, um, like where they follow people around like doing the jobs but then put like a competition in this one is following two supermarket workers yeah and it's called Shelf Stacker Wars right and it's just two people who work in a supermarket right were you not absolutely bladdered by this point uh, no no right, no okay. now this next one is a really really good idea right okay well right. just like the other two I suppose yeah a reality show where everyone on it has to come up with and pitch a reality show and then the winner gets made into a reality show. Like a Russian doll. Yeah. It's the box within a box. Yeah. Right. Now that is a good idea. Yeah. That has got legs. I mean, are you sure Channel 4 aren't trying to ring you right now? Oh, probably. I've got my phone on silent, so... <laughs> um, you know they did that undercover boss? Yeah. Right? I'm thinking of, like, a really really like full-on version of that where it's not the boss it's just someone who's really really rich and you give them a proper shitty job right like send them out meter reading in the winter or something you know just proper bit of a bit of a uh, reference to johnny's old career there yeah i did meter reading for six months it was fucking horrible um 
Are you sure you're not talking just about secret millionaire there? Where they just put them on minimum wage? And then they give a, a woman who looks after dogs loads of money. Yeah, but no, they don't get to do that. But they don't get the nice bit at the end. It's just all shit. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm sure a lot of business owners would be well up for that. Yeah. That's what I thought. <clears throat> um, any others? Yep. Um, I could, uh, there's quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> this one, it's called... Um, it's got, you'll like this I one. I can see the look in his eyes. He's really excited about telling me these. <laughs> yeah. It's called Hiving Test. <laughs> Amateur beekeepers. <laughs> all right, I was, as long as you didn't go down the AIDS route there. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Who's Fucking My Wife? <laughs> <laughs> is that like a Jeremy Kyle spin-off? No, it's basically... So there's a bloke and a wife. Yeah. And his wife is getting fucked by one of his friends. And he has to watch a video, but all he can see is her face and then like the, the middle bit of the dick going in and out. <laughs> right? And he's got to guess. No, no, he's got to guess the which one The middle bit of the dick? No, like the, the mid shot. So there's no like facial right. features or anything in the right, camera. Okay. Right, okay. And he's got to guess which one of his mates it is. And if he gets it right, he wins... Thousand pound, right? <laughs> but if he gets it wrong, then the one who was fucking his wife gets to keep the money and his wife. <laughs> like some sort of just possession. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I don't think you get many women coming forward with that idea. To be honest, for the show, but I don't know. I think some people go for it. Do you reckon for a thousand pounds? A thousand whole pounds. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That. Yeah, I have to wait for the check to clear. Anyway, mm. uh, this one is called uh, Hunt the Cunt. Right, where, definitely pissed at this point. Yeah, where 25 foxes chase down and kill a toff. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. And this one, right, this is the last one. But we're on heroin at this point for this one. <laughs> you are going to love this. Am I? Right. I have, I have saved the best to last. Okay. Right. It's called Womb with a View. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you want to know what I've written for this? Well, I can I can sort of sense where we're going with it. <laughs> uh, do you want to read it out? No, you can read no. it. Uh, shove a camera up a pregnant woman's fanny. Something's bound to happen. <laughs> was that where they had some psycho kid who shot a bird? Uh, no, that was me. Oh, um, was that you? Sorry. Oh, the UK that, version of The Farm, the show that puts a group of celebrities on a farm where they live together for a short period of time. On The Farm, the contestants must work like a normal farmer does, doing agriculture and raising animals, for example. In regular periods of time, one of the contestants is evicted from the farm by way of a public telephone vote. The pro- this process is continued until only one contestant remains, and then they gain the title of Top Farmer. Now, I cannot find the clip of it, okay, but... Um, as a famous rapper, and he wears clocks round his neck. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. What's he called? Oh, he's from... Um... Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav, that's the one. Now, I cannot find it on YouTube, and if anyone can find it and just upload it to our Twitter or Facebook, I would, I would really, really appreciate it. Because yeah. there was one point where he was milking a cow. He was one of the contestants on Series 2, Flavor Flav. And he was milking a cow, and then he was squirting it into a bucket. Good technique mm. as well, I'll give him that. And then he just sort of bends over and he just starts squirting it into his own mouth. And it was the, one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen, and I can't do it justice just by Did he have his clock on? He, I think he did have a big clock on. 
and he's squeezing it into his mouth and then the farmer vet comes over and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just drinking it straight from the, the cow, it's healthy. And he's like, well, it has got bacteria in it and I wouldn't recommend you do that because you've not really been brought up in this environment and it could do you more harm than good. Um, and it was just one of the funniest moments. The most infamous part of the farm, I would say, was mm. Rebecca Luz. Are you aware of who Rebecca Luz is? Not a clue. This is where we're going about with Z-list celebrities, isn't it? Yeah. I don't so know who any of them are. It was David Beckham's former PA. Okay. Oh, of course. Right, and yeah. she allegedly had an affair with him. Allegedly, I say. Because mm. he's got a lot of money, you might sue me. Um, she was on there. You know what she did? What? Wanked off a pig. For any reason or gain or... Well, they were trying to artificially inseminate another pig. So they needed the sperm from this pig. Hmm. She had a she had her hand on it. <laughs> giving it a That's little tug and that. I mean, odd. just short of putting her mouth round it. Yeah. Um and his pig's going <laughs> like that. She's giving it a good tug. And um Oh no, that's not cricket that. I mean, these are the lengths that people go to to be on TV. Um other people that are you on see, there. I wouldn't do that. That I've got something in me. Where if someone said, right... You wank off a pig. If someone said, it is a million pound, wank off that pig, right? You'd do pro- it. Probably would. Yeah, you'd suck it but off you. If someone said, wank off that pig and I'll put you on the telly. Well, no, fuck off. Where's my million quid? So, there we go then. Is there anything else that we need to uh, talk about with regard to reality TV, do you think? I think Jay summed it up, to be honest with you. Uh, in regards to that, there's, there's something we're hoping for. Yeah, I mean, I've got a funny feeling that we won't be able to find you back today, and that that's uh, <laughs> this won't make any sense. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, no, um, yeah. I think with reality TV it is what it is, and just accept it for what it is. It's not going to be, it's not going to win any BAFTAs. I don't think it's not going to generate any anything sort of worthwhile. I don't think. No. But if we can just enjoy it and switch off our brains. Maybe that's part of it. You know, people watch movies to escape. Maybe we need to switch our brains on and start engaging with reality and put social need before corporate greed. All right, okay. Um, See? I can be political. Yeah, you can recite lyrics, no doubt, was it? It's actually something I've read on the pavement one day. (laughs) So, so yeah, we can... uh, You know, if, if it helps us disengage from tough lives and escape then maybe that's what it's all about so just enjoy it for what it is or read a book turn off your television listen to podcasts instead yeah listen to us here's us fucking struggling mm. I mean we've had cheese this morning yeah we have anyway so uh, thanks for listening to the podcast uh, it's been a pleasure as always speaking to you lovely people um, we had another review on iTunes as well yeah that was nice. That was from Say Fans, and he was saying that we were brilliant. So whoever I don't, don't even know who you are. Could be a she. Could be a she. Either way, get get in touch on Twitter, um, and the same goes to everyone else. Leave reviews. Get us on Twitter at getfactcast. Uh, you can email us on getfactcast at gmail Yeah, and we're on Facebook as well, aren't we? No, we're on Facebook. Um, be nice to get a few more followers on Facebook. Um, or not followers, friends. Yeah. Friends on Facebook. I'm 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 in charge of Facebook, and I don't you, like it. You don't do a very good job, really, do you? So I mean, we're both on Twitter. We sort of share that together, yeah. and we do quite well with that, I think. But the you'll always tell with Twitter if something's funny, then I've said it. Um, is that true, though? Yeah, is that true? Yeah, I do all the best jokes. Um, okay then. Uh, 
<laughs> no, we do. We both do quite yeah, well with we the Twitter. Both do, yeah. And I think what sometimes what tends to happen is something will be trending, and then we'll try and better each other with. Yeah. Tweets. So oh, sorry yeah. about that. If it gets a bit much sometimes. Yeah, we'll try and better each other because we're competitive like that. We are. But also as well, um, Facebook, a little bit of a different platform, and Johnny has got access to it, and he will go on there from time to time, and just remind but, me that I've not been on it for a week. But yeah. Um, See, I get all the emails from Facebook. Right. Saying you've not logged off in however long it's been. Right, yeah. So um, I think I had one the other day that said, come back to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if I could get some more interaction from it, yeah. you know, it would be more beneficial. So you can get it on Facebook. I mean, what, what you could have done, just an idea, was um, set it up properly as a page instead of How as a person. How can I access a page? I'm not on Facebook well, myself. Just get Facebook yourself. No, you don't have to use it. Because then I've got to get Facebook to use a page. But you already use the page like it's you. No, I use the page as this, it's us. Uh, this podcast has been invited to someone's 25th birthday party. Yeah, and perhaps we'll go. <laughs> perhaps the podcast will go. Oh, right. So you were going to mention it to me, were you? You knew about it. You were getting the emails. You yeah, just said it yourself. But you haven't invited me. Well, you're part of the Get Fat podcast, are you not? Right, well, I'm going I mean, then. sometimes I think you're not. Right, well, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to reply to the birthday message. Yeah, Danny Smith it was. Right, well, I'm going to reply to Danny Smith and say, we're not going. Well, well, because like, now we're like a couple and you're No, no, me. it's not a couple. I'm going to say, sorry, mate. Tell them, tell them we're not going now. Tell them we're not going. Or you can go and tell them why I'm not going. No, because you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, sorry about this, um, but... The Get Fact podcast won't be there because it's a concept and not a person. If you want your little friend to come, then you've got his phone number. <laughs> so you can tell stupid James about your little party. Right, okay. Right? You're but, just a bit bitter because you've not been invited to one yourself. Yeah. Is that what it is? Can't think of the last time I got invited to a party. Um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter. Befriend us on Facebook. Yeah. You can email us. Yeah, and you can say things to us as well if you want. You can say, like, hi, guys, how's it going? Yeah, Kieran, um, actually... That's not his name, is it? Kieran um, tweeted us the other day. Yeah, he did, didn't he, and said thanks for the shout-out. He did. So you know what, he's getting another one now. Yeah, so cheers for that, so, Kieran. I um, mean, this could be an infinite loop, really, couldn't <laughs> it? It could be. It's going to be every week. It's just uh, it's just yeah. us two and Kieran and a bit of Jay sometimes when he can be asked picking up his phone. Yeah. Um, what we also might do as well... Oh, and Undead Smarties as well, he gets involved. Undead Smarties, of course. It'd be nice if Undead Smarties and Kieran's could be friends. Yeah. And then we'd have done something. And maybe they could do that thing that gay guys do, where like they pull the foreskins back if they've got them, put their helmets together and then roll the foreskins over each other. Is that a thing that people do? I think so. Fair enough. Well, if you two could be friends on Twitter, but then let us know how you're getting on. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, there was something else I was going to say but I can't think what it was oh yeah we might also be doing one where Jay's actually with us oh yeah we might be but that's if he gets out of bed and if the Star Wars thing is something people want us to carry on with let us know they don't have a choice I like Star Wars yeah um, I like watching that that day I'm still sort of on the fence of whether I do like it or not so if it's not working out for you guys, that's fine, we'll leave it. But it just we might get Jay in for a few of those Star Wars ones. Yeah, but either way, you still have to sit down and watch Star Wars with me. So we might as well get a podcast out of it. Right, okay. All six episodes. Great. Probably 12 hours a year. And then we life. could do a cinematic special one for the one at Christmas. Yeah, we've got the cinema. Yeah. We could have a day out at the cinema. Popcorn, but don't do that thing where you put your penis through the bottom of the popcorn. No, I won't. I'll, be, I'll be drunk. I, hate I put cinema. my hand in and do a spider one, can you? <laughs> What do we do? 
Because we can't really record in the cinema. But we can discuss it afterwards. We can do can, audio. can you do audio? No. No. We'll work it out. Yeah. I mean, we probably shouldn't be sitting talking through the film anyway. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this outro's lengthened. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. It's quite. It's probably the longest outro we've ever done. Yeah. Um, I'll edit it down a bit. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see you next week, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.